Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. All right, guys, in this episode, I am interviewing Lauren, and Lauren and I met when we were in a mastermind together, and uh, we've worked together before. She is just a beautiful soul, and I'm excited for you guys to listen to this episode. We we talk about learning human design and different ways that you can um, begin to dive in deeper with the human design system, and also uh, the Lauren is a, a really amazing, beautiful uh, projector. She has a lot of open centers in her chart, and this was just a beautiful conversation that we had all about, like using that energy and how you can truly embody being a projector. All right. Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so excited to bring Lauren on these podcasts for today. She is a mental projector. We actually did a session together a few months ago or earlier this year, and uh, we met in a mastermind that we were in together, and I have just seen her grow so much, and just so much expansion has happened, like, since I've known her, and I'm like, I have to have her on. We have to talk about this and how she, like, lives in her design and everything. She does, uh, She's a life coach, like transformation coach. She owns like transfiguration coaching and I will allow Lauren to introduce herself, but she's like so amazing. I'm so excited to have her on today. And so Lauren, do you want to just give a brief introduction to who you are and what you do for the audience? Sure. And thank you so much, Amy. Love you. What a warm welcome. Um, yes, I'm a intuitive life coach and reader. I help people tune into their soul gifts. So I'm certified in soul realignment, a soul realignment practitioner. And so one of the modalities I use is to really help people connect back into who they are at soul level. This is an Akashic record reading experience. And then we go through the healing as well. I also you, I am getting certified in human design too, level one. And so I try to use human design charts too, because it's just impacted my life so much. And so everything that's really helped me, I use with my clients as well, like inner child healing, masculine, feminine healing of the energies and the wounds, all the things you can expect to <laughs> basically, like I just do, do them, um, individualistically and then also in group programs as well I also do um one-on-one sessions whether it's like a tarot reading or like maybe somebody's wanting to break through with something and so um part of being a projector is you really get to laser in on somebody's aura and then help penetrate and see what's easy what's easier so that's a little bit about me that I do yeah, that's like so much. And I love how you're 
you're getting certified in human design and like bringing that to your clients. And I've seen the, some testimonials that people have like given and they've referred to like how you've read uh, some people's charts and given them insight into that. And it's really beautiful that you've like actually taken this and added it as an extra layer in your coaching, which I think is just so amazing. Um, so like what, what has your experience been like being a like mental projector and using that like in your, in your life, like having uh, because it's actually like relatively rare for people to have like that defined head, defined ajna, and you also have like the defined um, throat. So like, how have how have you begun to like use that and get into alignment with that? So it's definitely been a deconditioning process. Um, man, <laughs> I could. <laughs> could write a book on that. Um, but what's really helped me, I think the most life-changing thing was when I found out I was a projector because I was so in my not self most of my life. And so I was always trying to initiate. I was really acting like a manifester, always trying to initiate, fix things and fixes fixing or that motivation is actually the transfer. And so it was like, and I know I'm getting a little um, ahead of maybe what people are used to with just the general human design stuff but um it when I first found out I was a projector everything was just like oh my god my life makes sense and it's all about the experiment right when we're first starting out we're really experimenting at first I kind of tried but I was like f this this is too hard this is very limiting I want to do what I'm going to do but once you know something you can't unknow it So then when I would, you know, be met with bitterness and not being seen because I wasn't invited, I was like, all right, maybe I need to start taking this experiment on more seriously. So with mental projectors, it's a little different because with our inner authority, it really helps us to like, just hear what we're saying. And we're in a culture and a world where everybody wants to fix each other's problems or give like that advice. And so with a mental projector that really confuses up because, because we're only defined up here in our centers, you know, so we already have so much mental energy going on that taking on anyone else's is like, it adds confusion. So it's really helpful when we can really just like, I've heard the terms like blah until we find like that solution in our truth and I feel like with mental projectors and anybody really like this is kind of like just how I coach people is like I ask a lot of questions because it's really important that we find our own answers and connect to our own intuition or own inner authority um, according to human design terms but it's I kind of just lost my train of thought because it was going so fast. <laughs> this is what happens sometimes like I'll yes. get like a lot of information. Then I'm like, wait, what was I just saying? Um, but the process with being a mental projector and really aligning to that energy type is a lot of trial and error too, because 
we're supposed to wait for the invitation. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a little limiting if people are saying, okay, well, just wait. What does waiting mean to us? Does it mean sharing and waiting? Like whether it's social media, is it, you know, trying to trip up the invitation and being really gentle with offering maybe like some insight? I said like, hey, like I really hear what you have to say. I would love to support you. Like, how, how can I do that for you? Like, so it's like more questions like that instead of being like, hey, you're really self-sabotaging yourself right now. You need to do X, Y, Z. It, it won't land with people because they haven't recognized like a projector's energy. Mm-hmm. And it can be very like intense and unwelcomed just with it. I mean, just in general, if somebody does that. So we're really open from the throat down or even the Ajna down, depending on if somebody's not defined in their throat. So the environment is super important with where we are. Um, It has a lot to do with just how we can use our energy. And it's constantly like a practice to ground down in my body because I kind of feel like I'm so like in, in these spaces, like through the throw up, that is kind of hard to be like grounded in the moment and taking those practical steps. So that's something that I've been really working on. And also that trust factor (laughs) of, uh, you know, just drawing in that, um, those invitations, that's a huge thing. Um, so I hope that answered your question as to my process so far. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Like anything is good. Um, another thing that like, you know, I, I, at least I've coached on is like with this, um, like the mental projectors, like you have the sounding board authority. You have, it's like, you speak out your decisions and you mentioned before, it's like, everybody wants to give their opinion. They want to like, give you advice. Um, and I've advised before, like informing, you know, who you're going to talk to be like, I just need to vent this out. I don't want you to say anything. Um, have you, have you ever like done that? Or do you think like that would be like helpful just to like out front say like, here's, here's what I need, like, (laughs) give this to me, like in order to help me make this decision, like, have you ever like done that or would it, would it be something you would be open to trying? I definitely need to start doing that for sure. Um, I've, I've done it a few times with my mom (laughs) just because I just don't really resonate with certain things she says. And I know, you know, that's where my mom, she wants to help, but I think, yeah, like giving ourselves that permission, I think maybe there's like some conditioning or like limiting beliefs that, oh, if I say that, maybe people think that I'm just using them. And I've heard other mental projectors like say that too, but what it actually does is it takes the pressure off somebody else. They're like, oh, okay. She just kind of needs to hear herself talk. So that's something that I definitely get to be more mindful of in practice um, because I know yeah, sometimes I just need a vent and kind of like find my own um, solution. And then somebody's like, well, you should do this. Have you thought about this? What about this? And I'm just like, uh, no, like I, I, I trust that everything is unfolding how it's supposed to. And thank you for your support. So yeah, that's definitely something that I get to practice more of. Yeah. 
like I I first like heard of it like in terms of uh, like dealing with relationships with like talking with like guys versus girls and like guys like like women like sometimes we just we want to talk about our feelings and we don't need a solution but guys like tend to want to you know fix things and like a solution and so like this informing like I kind of got the idea and then like kind of added it into this like sounding sounding board authority like I was like oh maybe they could try this like this might work and um it's definitely interesting like and this is what I love about human design is that when you really understand somebody else's energy you can uh you can adapt to how you communicate with that other person but like based on their like energetic blueprint you know like um you know speaking with manifestor be like yeah go initiate like don't hold yourself back what are you doing like and then with projectors you know just encouraging like okay like make sure you know this invitation it's more about protecting your energy it's more about project protecting your gifts because you want to give your gifts to people who are going to appreciate them Versus somebody who's going to be like, well, screw you, like, you're crazy, I'm not going to listen to you, kind of energy, you know, and like, it, we always want to be appreciated, we always want to be, like, thanked for our gifts, so, um, like, being, like, learning the human design system in general, like, have you, has that, like, impacted how you, like, deal and relate with, like, other people, um, whether it's in your coaching business or, like, outside of it? Yes, definitely. Um, so I think with friendships is kind of different, but like if somebody invites you or wants to hang out or you just meet and it's like that mutual, like, oh, we have some things in common, like that invitation is already there. But I think with a projector, because we're always wanting to simplify, we always want things to be easy. And we, if we see something that could be easier, um, it's a little tricky if it's like those friendships and it's that's why I try to like really be mindful of like hey I hear this and this and this like um would you would you be open to like a different interpretation or kind of just what I'm seeing or do you just need somebody to like listen to you right now because I can do either so I try to do it like that with my relationships outside of my clients and then with dating um so I, it's different with men and women, I think, especially if like you're really embodied with your feminine energy or if a man is, or somebody who um, identifies as more masculine is embodied in their masculine because it's a little different with that. But for me personally, since I am a projector and I really do define more as feminine, it's like, yes, I'm going to wait for the invitation and somebody to really recognize me first and then trust that in my body, if it feels safe to accept. And that's something that I've definitely had to really, really heal. And uh, because we, we get programmed so easily, especially with like childhood, um, like movie, society, all the things when as like when we're really honoring our energy and tuning in to you know what feels good for us um it's like you're you're constantly peeling back all these layers trying to get to the center of your own truth 
Yeah, and you you brought up something interesting, like with with the dating thing and like waiting to be recognized and waiting for that invitation. I think a lot of times what comes up is like this fear of, well, what if nobody ever sees me? What if this doesn't work? And what if like all this like never happens? And you know, it, it really does become like about like trust and really truly believing that like anything is possible, you know, and um, like that invitation can come in the most like unexpected ways, you know, whether, you know, a chance encounter and somebody's like, hey, I see you, can I have your number? Like, <laughs> or, or, uh, or even like, you know, random messages or wherever, like, however you're dating or even in even in business too, like those random DMs that come in that are not like the sleazy ones, but are like, hey, I have this program. Will you be a guest speaker in my program? And here's, you know, X amount of money for it. Like it's it's really beautiful to surrender and allow the correct invitations to come and just to like feel that in your body. So it's like, oh, that's interesting. I really, I really love that. Um, and uh, like speaking of like that waiting for the invitation i know you touched on it a little bit but is there is there anything that like how do you handle that like strategy part like when you're like living your day-to-day life like what is that what does that like really look like so with the business it's a little different. Like in my experience, I think, you know, action really supports and what you're wanting to create, but it's, it's for me, what's really helped is just sharing my experience and what I know, because what they, like, I've heard this on, um, from many human design teachers and human design communities is like, well, people have already invited you if they're following you and they're in your space. Mm-hmm. so and then there there's always the unfollow and unfriend so it could go either way like that um they can uninvite you that's something that I've also um experienced as well being a projector but for the most part when people following you you're they're seeing your stuff on uh social media that invitation has already been there so with projectors and what I try to do myself is just really share like, Hey, this is my gift. Like, these are my gifts. These are my offers. This is what I have to, you know, help share with the world. And then the invitation is there. And then, so it's the waiting. Right. And so it's like, people are either going to like respond, they'll DM, they'll ask questions, they'll sign up. Um, And then also with how I am, it's like, I really do well, like one-on-one, especially Um, because I can bond with people and really like have those relationships. And so the more that I can like get to know somebody and really connect with them one-on-one is really beneficial for the both of us. Yeah. Oh, I I love that. And I, I definitely agree with that too, with the business, like the, like you, people can invite you into uh, your energy, if they don't know you exist. So, so like showing up and, uh, like living your best life and just like sharing as long as if it's not, um, 
you know, like disrespecting somebody's energy. And um, I've even talked to some projectors who have had success with cold DMing, like in the MLM world. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it, it must have been that, you know, they attracted the right people, like the because uh, like the way that I've learned it and like I've taught it is you can ask for the invitation. So you can like reach out to people, but if they say no, that's when you back off and like, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, cool. Like being unattached for being like detached from the result of the action that you're taking. And that, so if the, if the action doesn't necessarily get the results that you want, you're not like bitter, you're not upset or anything. You're just like, okay, go on to the next person uh, kind of energy. And so um, it's, it's definitely a very interesting thing to like play around with and like talk to different people on how, how they handle that energy and what works for them for sure um and another piece that you brought up earlier was around like environment and like um how that is just so important to you uh, have you like and that can come from like the open or undefined g center and like how like your personality can like who you are can be like flexible depending on who you're around and who you're with, which I just find that fascinating because I like I have so much defined energy. So I just find all the undefined energy like so fascinating. I'm like, yes, let's talk. Um but have you ever looked into um or like really gotten a sense for like maybe like a different place or like how different like environments affect you or have, or in addition, like, have you ever looked into like the astro cartography? Cause like, I feel like that's like an emerging trend right now. Like, I'm, I'm just curious. So I haven't really heard of the astro cartography and I want to hear more about that, but um, with the environment. So, okay. This one is huge for me. Um, I grew up in a household and environment that was very chaotic. So for my undefined G, that was so hard on me. I was heavily, heavily, heavily conditioned at this spot. So then I was also, when I started working professionally, I was a behavior therapist for a little over 10 years. So with those environments, it can be very stress inducing. We're working with neurodiverse individuals. And then if we're not like if there's not a good support team we're working with, it can feel really overwhelming. And I'm an empath. So it was just like, I mean, it taught me a lot. Don't get me wrong. And I loved the clients I worked with, but the environment, one of the environments I was at, I could literally feel the toxicity in my body just with how the energy was the dynamics it was very like cutthroat people throwing each other under the bus and that was that's exactly the opposite of who I am I'm very like team like oriented like let's work together let's see how we can just have things be better and so it was like I was working Monday through Friday long hours which is not ideal for a projector in a stressful environment and you know, everybody always says like, oh, just, you need a tougher skin. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like just protect your energy better. 
And it's literally like almost impossible with somebody who is so open. Mm -hmm. Like you can, it really, like you have to really make those decisions for yourself where you want to put your energy. And the thing that I gave myself permission was, was I get to be hella picky with who I interact with. And like, I get to be picky with my invitations and not making it. And that's like from, in my mind, like an abundant trusting mindset instead of the scarcity mindset that we're really programmed to. And so it's like, just because I'm saying no, or this isn't working for me anymore, doesn't mean it's good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just what my energy responds best to. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I love what you said, because I know I've said this before and recently it's like dawned on me. It was like, wait a minute. Like I can approach this differently, but like when you said like no amount of like, like protection and energy projection can like um, help you or like save you or whatever. And so uh, like something that's dawned on me is in certain situations, it's like, again, like asking the question, like, is this something that you need to, is this a situation you need to be in? And can you do something to like exit that situation? Like maybe, maybe like as far as a job and this can be like, you know, something that's uncomfortable to say to somebody. Um, and I, I haven't thought it, I haven't experienced it with clients. So I did like, if it was a client, I'm like, yeah, like maybe like, let's talk about possibly leaving your job, but not to some random person you're talking to in a Facebook group and they're like stressed out and you're, you know, you're just like helping them with their human design like that. <laughs> but it, it is a question of like, you know, you do get to decide where you put yourself and your environment and it can be scary to think about but you do have that option and that choice to be like you know what no this isn't worth me sacrificing my energy for this like toxic environment uh and I like I'm really glad like you talked about some of that because I, I don't think sometimes we don't even think about that as an option or uh or even like talk about it so much around like really honoring our energy and putting our energetic needs first and like stepping into that uncomfortability of like maybe leaving a job, maybe leaving a relationship, maybe leaving whatever it is because the environment is just not uh, safe for honoring your energy. Um, and yeah, and the, <laughs> yeah, the astrocartography, it's, I don't know a ton about it, but it's basically like every, it's like, it has to do with your astrology, but like there's play, like the whole entire like planet, like earth, like there's, it's something that's like in alignment with like, maybe like your signs or like the planets or something. And so there's certain places in the world where you feel more like at home with versus other places. And so it's mm -hmm. like I said, I'm not versed in it. I just have heard it like talked about a lot and like maybe like for people with undefined G centers, like uh, like a tool like a that you can use if I I never like recommend <laughs> moving to people unless if they want to and then I give them like stuff because there's also environment uh, pieces in the human design chart which I'm 
I'm sure you probably have like looked into it at some point, mm -hmm. like with the variables and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God. Like sometimes so many it. things. It's like <laughs> so many layers of like rabbit hole, rabbit hole, layers rabbit on layers. Hole. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, it goes. It goes into like how you're meant to eat. And like when I found out mine, it was like so triggering. And I'm like, okay, I'm not even, I'm not <laughs> looking at this right now because <laughs> like I'm, I'm anti-diet culture and mine is mm -hmm. very like diety. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, great. Thanks, human yeah. design. Like, <laughs> let's throw that there. But um, yeah, have, like, have you looked at your like variables before like your environment mm -hmm. and all that um and how have you how have you like used that in your in your life like any of the any of the variables so I have so at the top of your chart you'll there's like four arrows and I have three right and one left so with the arrows, it's the right is more the flow, it's the receptive, and then the left is more masculine and logical. So it's, I love it because it really like shows up in different aspects as to like healing and different things. So with me, it's like, can I be surrendered more in the flow and know when to plan and trust? And so before I was pretty scattered and I was like, didn't really know what I was doing. And like, we get really overwhelmed. And also as I've been healing my uh, masculine and feminine wounds, I'm seeing how important it is to have the balance of these two, but also leaning more into what we're already designed to. So I'm not so much designed to be very structured and strategical and, you know, doing all the things specifically more of like the the feeling and the trusting and the flow and it's like it's a it's it's definitely an experiment <laughs> to align to that because if we weren't shown this and have been conditioned to be more just maybe the opposite or different it's like we're using new muscles at this point whereas i feel like the younger generation they're going to have a way easier time <laughs> living their design to pe to parents and those who are open to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so interesting because my arrows are like the opposite. I have three left and one right. And because I, when I was first introduced to like this online space with uh, in business, it was with very like feminine people. And so I've been like, mimicking or modeling like the feminine but I'm really meant to be more structured and I'm I'm like moving more uh, towards that structure but it's like it's like the opposite problem that most people have where they're like oh I really struggle like everybody tells me to be structured but I meant to be feminine and I need to like embrace the feminine but me it's like no like I'm, de I'm designed to be more masculine, but I'm like sitting in my feminine and I'm just like, do, 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 do. Um, and so it, but it's like what you said, it is like, it's a new muscle that, you know, I get to exercise and I get to like take steps and get more used to it. But 
it's uh it's definitely been like really interesting to uh to definitely like play around with uh that area of the human design chart um let me let me ask you like because you do have like a, a lot of open energy and so what are some things that you do to like protect your own energy and like recognize what is yours versus maybe what you're picking up from somebody else? Good question. This is something I'm definitely always working on um, because I do have two centers that are completely open. So when there's even no gates, it's like you don't even have a filter. It's just like, and you, right? It's coming in really like that shock Mm -hmm. and so especially with conflict that's something that I'm moving through of like okay like how can I really speak my truth with clarity and love and detach from somebody else's or if it reacts because even if somebody's a little bit sad or upset I'll it will feel like in my body oh my god they're like hate me right now or something like it's that intense So it really helps me to be super, super, super grounded in what I have to say and very convicted if I'm having like, you know, maybe a uncomfortable conversation uh, where I just know like whatever that other person says, it doesn't matter either way. That's very hard for somebody who is so open. Another way is... I, like I said before, I'm just super picky with my invitations. So if I even feel a little uneasy with somebody or like, cause with somebody who's so open, we kind of like mold and like shift to, um, match the environment and especially other people's energies. So if it's like a very discomforting feeling for me, I just won't accept the invitation anymore. And it's not anything that's personal. It's not like, you know, from a judgment, it's really just me trusting my energy and my body and what it's telling me. And I think, you know, with relationships, it's like, we're really shifting from this codependent programming of like really attaching to each other and like, you know, how we do relationships unconsciously into really that more like, Hey, what's the best thing for me? And how can I show up as my, our best selves? And so we're adding to the relationship instead of like expecting and attaching to one another. So I know some people aren't there yet and that's okay. It's always a journey. And so it's like, I'm still navigating and seeing like, okay, how can I protect my energy, be in integrity and not put my power somewhere outside of me and see it more of like as the observer, which is, like I said, a huge practice. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love that. Like, uh, this came into as a thought before I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to address it. But like, just because somebody invites you to something doesn't mean you have to say yes. Like you can say no, like you can be like, no, bye. This doesn't feel good. Like you still, I think there's so much focus on, um, or what I noticed, like there's so much focus on like projectors wanting to be recognized and seen and heard that like, if you're craving something, it can lead to a lot of unaligned yeses. 
um, to things just because you've gotten the invitation. You're like, yes, it's like that person who, you know, they, they want like a relationship so bad that they'll like go out with anybody instead of going out with like the right person. Um, and I've definitely fallen into that trap before, but it's, it's very, it's very interesting. And so like honoring, uh, honoring the nose that you feel in your body, like just because you have an invitation doesn't mean you have to say yes. Like I really, <laughs> I love, I love that. And and just, yeah, like continuing to stay grounded in your energy and um, just really like knowing what it is that you're going to say uh, before a conversation, like not allowing the other person to just kind of sway you and, uh, and everything like that can be, that can be like a very easy trap to fall into. Um yeah, I just, I, I love that. I think that can be like so helpful for people to really um, handle a lot of that open, open slash undefined energy there. Um, have you, have you ever played with the like gates in your undefined centers just to maybe give a little bit of consistency? Like, have you like gotten to that point in like working with your chart? So with my gates, not so much in the undefined. Um, I think my G center, I notice it the most though, because it's the only one I have and it's the spirit of the self, I think. And I really identify with that. Um, that's a huge part of who I am in my business and just something that I try to really embody and live by. Um, with the spleen, I feel like since it's undefined, you know, it's inconsistent, right? But like it does, I do notice it when it does come through. And then um, the other gates, not so much. That's okay. I was, it was just a care, like <laughs> literally like just, I'm just curious, like it, it doesn't have to be. And uh, what I love about these interviews is like, everybody's at their own place with their human design chart. And it like, I don't know if you knew this, but when uh, Ra who like downloaded or whatever, like one of the things is that to de fully decondition, it takes seven years. Mm -hmm. so um you know if you haven't been working with it that long like you're, you're not gonna like fix everything in your chart in like, right. a year you know or even well, like I, a few months <laughs> yeah yeah like I started learning about human design I think in 2018 yeah like the beginning of 2018 and I was still in my job for about I'd say two years after that like I, I was still kind of like learning like since I have the five one I'm like heavily a one like I mm -hmm. really soak up a lot of information first before I do anything um it took me a, I'd say about like seven to seven years to even step into a coaching role when I could have done it a long time ago because I've always just kind of been naturally everybody's like who'd go to for advice or guidance or certain things, you know? So I always just had this, I guess, limiting belief, like, oh, I don't know enough. So, or I need a certain like title or certification or degree 
or something. But in reality, I was like, oh, I actually do know some things that can help some people. And so it was just taking that leap of faith. Yeah. And that's like a big conversation that happens. And I feel like it happens more, or at least I've witnessed it more in like the human design teaching part of it. Uh, But it will like, people like ask like, oh, are you certified? But like, if I've been through a couple different certification programs and it's honestly, it's like a course, except for it, like in one of the certifications, the coach didn't even like check your work. And uh, like, I have this certificate and like, I showed up for like three quarters of the of the uh like classes and like did nothing to prove my knowledge but I have like this other one so like I don't like feel bad like Mm -hmm. um, because I learned it like through the other one but I where they did like I did check have my work checked and everything so it was legit but it's like there's really no reason why like if you know the knowledge why you can't share it with people like really Mm -hmm. like a certification is a piece of paper and if it's not accredited, there's no um, proof as to whether someone has like checked your work or whatever. Like your, the results that you've gotten is your proof. Like if you mm-hmm. know your stuff and everything. Um, and so, you know, I, I always say to people like, yeah, you can, you don't need a human design certification if you want to like help other people with it or utilize it in your like coaching business and like how you relate to people. Like if you know how it works, if you've like, I mean, I would recommend, I would, I highly recommend at least taking a course or like getting through mm-hmm. um, some knowledge there. But I mean, if you're able to learn it from reading a book, like all for it I'm obsessed with reading but like for some reason learning like human design content like didn't sit with me well with just reading it from a book but I I don't even know where my tangent was going with this but yeah like it's it's like you can do it like I just I want to empower any listeners like if you feel something in your heart, like just go for it, whether you have like a, any sort of certification or not. Um, and now I'm just legit curious because you mentioned that you're getting certified in human design. Like, who are you? Like, what kind of certification program are you doing? Like, who's it with? So um, my teacher, her name is Raquel Reina, and I found her when I first found out about human design. Um, i someone referred me to her Facebook group. And so I just soaked up everything she has for YouTubes and she had give so much Intel and content for her Facebook uh, community and just her community in general. I would take a few classes with her, like a few workshops. And then um, I also did a mastermind. I think it was like eight weeks or something for projectors in general this year um but that was just more like working with the projector and their energy type but the teacher her name is Raquel she's amazing she's been practicing and know it she talk about rabbit holes I mean holy crap she's like (laughs) through the rabbit hole and then some like she is such a gifted and in-depth teacher 
that you just don't normally see with that like level of like experience and knowledge and all the things and um just years years and years of just like soaking up the information and experimenting and so I'm in level one right now and we are really going through each center and deconditioning it and noticing the gates and stuff too so it's been it's been an intense process it's like that experiential learning of just like seeing how it resonates seeing how it lands and there's been a few moments where I'm like okay this makes a lot of sense (laughs) from childhood and it's like kind of like those gut punches you know of like but at the same time I always like want to reflect back this to like okay I don't want to heavily be codependent on just one thing it's like yes I can tell somebody like their soul information their human design like read their energy but it's always it's always going to be come back to us and how we feel and what our consciousness and stuff is trying to tell us that makes sense oh yeah that's actually you know I've since since we had like our session like I keep on like shifting how like each session and each like conversation is a lesson to me and I like I shifted so like a lot of the times like now it's more I just I get the other person talking and then we and then I share like some insights from their chart and we like can co-create you know a solution together Uh, it's more like I really like guide people more into diving into what's going to work for what's going to work for them because you know, their chart may say, oh, you might do better with it this way. But if you, but like really like the guiding principles with human design, it's, it's about like what feels good to you. You know, if you think about it, you know, all the signatures are like positive feelings and then the non-self themes are like negative feelings. And so it's like moving towards what feels good and leaving behind what feels bad and like releasing it and letting it go and like taking the lesson from it um and so ultimately like that's the guiding point right there like what feels good in my life and in my business and what doesn't feel good and let's like learn the lesson like what maybe what things happen to bring about like those uncomfortable feelings or like feelings of frustration bitterness whatever all the non-self themes and like move forward into like stepping into something that feels good so um yeah it's like really beautiful like coming back to that other person and and thank you for sharing who you're doing like the certification with because I can't know everybody and I like to um like just because I recommend somebody who I've worked with doesn't mean that there's not other people who are amazing and have like different options as far as like investment level or how they teach or whatever it is. So thank you for sharing and also indulging the fact that I can be a little bit nosy and I just like to know things. (laughs) Oh, of course. No, she's fantastic. Like she will really go in depth. Uh, And I've seen like, you know, some courses are like, oh, you get certified in like six weeks or eight weeks. And um, I think we're like on our third month, third month right now. And so it's like, it's this in-depth process that she really guides us through. Um, If that's something that's 
interesting and like somebody wants to take in that level of information like I'm somebody who like I want I'm a projector I want to be a master at the things that I'm really interested in so it's like getting all that information is really helpful yeah and the best I find that the like the best human design sort of like actual certification programs are the ones that take longer um the one of the ones that I went to the went through the one that uh, the best one in, that I went through out of the two, the two. it took I like nine one. months like and wow. and she actually revamped it and well there there were three levels it was like like just human design human design and business and human design and manifestation so but now like the first level of it she changed it when I went through it it was two months but now it's four months and it's all the same content wow. but just giving more like time and space to breathe and like work with it and like truly integrate it, which I just think is so incredibly important. (laughs) Um, yes. So I want to thank you. Like, this has been like such an amazing conversation. Um, if people are like, oh my gosh, Lauren's amazing. I want to work with her. Like, I need, like, I need my projector insights here. Like how can people, um, get in touch with you and, and possibly like work with you. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, they can find my website. It's mytransfiguration.com or you can find me on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram at transfiguration coaching. And then I have a free Facebook group community which is www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash transfiguration community. So um, yeah, those are a few few places that you can find me and see if um, would be a good fit to work together. Yay. Yeah. And all those links will be in the show notes for you guys. So if you're, if you didn't catch something and, just want to be able to click something like definitely like check out the show notes it'll all be there um like thank you Lauren so much for doing this interview like do you have any like last minute advice or insights for people maybe if they're just starting to get into human design I would say be more in curiosity it can be very triggering at first and maybe you won't agree with um your chart or how your design or certain things so I'd I'd really like take it more like with a grain of salt at first and just be more of like in that experiment stage and also maybe like talking to other people who um have been experimenting with their design too so it's just not putting all that pressure oh I have to become my design like it it is that process of like who said like that seven years so um just being with that and having fun with it experimenting I love it that's perfect yeah um yeah thank you so so much for doing this interview it has been like so amazing and yeah Thank you so, so much. It has been my pleasure and I just love you. Thank you for the invitation. Yes. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to check out my free membership, Embody Your Design 
we dive deep into how you can begin to embody your unique human design. Link to join is in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate a review on iTunes. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. I also invite you to tag me on Instagram at embodyyourdesignxo with your favorite part of this episode. Thank you again for listening and see you in the next episode.